Oh yeah. It's Thursday. It's time for the algo to come out. We're picking every NFL game with the value index algo. Let's go. What's up? I'm Micah. This is Backdoor Cover. I'm joined, as always, by Brad and Camp Miss Mitch. Gentlemen, how are you? Micah, are you over there mixing cocktails? I hear ice rattling around in some sort of cup. Uh, no. At, but at 9.07 uh, a.m. Good, good for you, buddy. Uh, th- that is definitely not something I'm doing. <laughs> it's got to be coffee, right? Uh, I, there's nothing. I'm doing nothing. Oh, okay. My connection might be a little wacky, oh, okay. but it's uh, it's great to hear your voice. And Mitch... How are you, buddy? Fam, what's good? We got the Masters kicking off this morning. Sports all day. Football tonight. Got a good one tonight. Things are good, man. Not too shabby. Yeah. Football's, football's the best, man. Football, if if the Masters would tee off, that would be better. But football's pretty damn good. This is a good uh, a good Thursday night game. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's start with uh, introducing the algorithm. If, if you're new to this podcast, I'm sure people are turning you on to it. You will win money if you bet these games. We are currently winning money betting at my bookie using promo code BACKDOOR. We bet every game on the algo. We're up on the season. Mitch, what is our season record and how did we do last week? So we went 8-6 and six last week. That puts uh, another winning week, not one losing week all uh, season long, starting in week four, of course, because we need three weeks of data. Uh, we are 47-33. and 33. And that puts us at 59%. So uh, anticipating a, uh, another solid winning week. And uh, things are looking up. Follow us on Instagram, Value Index Algo. Do it. Uh, that is on IG. Pass it along. We're trying to build back our IG uh, fan base after uh, Micah did a splendid job of plagiarizing and getting us kicked off of Instagram. I won't, I won't bring up any names. Micah the Pirate. Uh, to protect the guilty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm mad at Dana White for ratting me out. Dana White put you in a chokehold. Yeah, he did. He put me to sleep. All right, uh, and he put the backdoor cover Instagram to sleep as well <laughs> forever. Uh, okay. There's not a whole lot of news around the league, other than there seems to be quite a few COVID sort of situations breaking out. There seem to be much more in college football. Um, there's, I think, there's only three. SEC games playing this week four have already been canceled uh and there's you know which is I guess to be expected uh the Chiefs have a an inquiry on an unmasked rep I don't even know what that means uh 49ers have cleared have been cleared by the NFL in a virus probe so not a whole lot of news this week we'll just get to the picks um let's see one two what are you counting Five early games. Oh, I thought you were counting your fingers. Oh, this is the week where we get... Oh, this is exciting. We get five noon games this week. One, okay. two, three, four, five. Uh, noon Central Time. And we get one, two, three, four, five, six evening games. Or three o'clock games, plus a, a pretty good Sunday nighter and a terrible Monday nighter. Mm. But that means that's a, that's a double golden hour, double witching hour on uh, Red Zone this week. Your boy will be locked in opposite the Masters. This is going to be an all-time TV weekend, and I'm pretty excited about it. Let's go. All right, let's get to the picks. No more messing around. we got a hard out here in 30 minutes, so let's get to it. The first game, uh, which is actually a pretty good one tonight, is 
Tennessee hosts Indianapolis on Thursday night. Mm. Uh, this line is, what are we at? One? Um, it, looking, I, I'm seeing Pickham in other places, but at the moment, we're going to go with Tennessee favored by one point at home, which seems light to me. That's what it is on my book. But Mitch, oh, okay. Well, there you go. We need to bet this one in a hurry then because I'm looking on ESPN and it's at, at a pick'em. Mitch, what is, uh, what's the algo say about this game? Yeah, actually, um, Micah, Indy uh, was favored by a point here. Uh, you're right. Uh, I am seeing it now, a pick'em, 59% of the betting public uh, coming in on Tennessee. Um, we've got a three-point game, fellas. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Tennessee winning 29-26. to 26. Let's just call it a pick'em for – argument's sake, because that's probably where it should settle, giving you three on the value index. Um, look, the Colts are 15-0 and 0 against the spread, uh, facing a divisional opponent that was turnover-free in its last game. Pretty interesting. Ooh. But are you going to trust hmm. Phillip Rivers here no. against Tennessee? Tennessee's defense hasn't been great, but Tennessee's going to get it done today at home. Um, they'll win. It'll be a close one. But go with Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee's defense stinks, in fact. They gave up a bunch of points to the Bears. That they, They've they been a disaster on defense, but that offense is, I mean, beastly with Henry and I with A.J. Brown. I just trust the Titans. Me too. I, I trust Mike Vrabel. I think they're going to they're gonna do enough to win, even you know, slap enough Band-Aids on that bad defense to make it to, to get a turnover or two and win the game. Agreed. Uh, and I, I don't trust Philip Rivers to play a perfect game and not turn the ball over. This is essentially the AFC South championship game. Uh, the winner of this one is going to be, especially if the Titans win, will be in a commanding position to win that division. So a very important Thursday night game for a change, which is nice. I'll be watching. All right, let, let's, let me uh, just, let's move on. Let me on just to... tell you this. Yeah, let go me ahead. just tell you this. And we started out the season not great for Thursday night. My own picks, and then once the algo kicked in, but we've really turned it around on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and I think the algo has figured out Thursday night. Let me just end with this. The Colts' wins have come against the Jets, the Bengals, and Lions. And they actually lost to the Jets. So – I think you've got to go on the Titans, especially with Baltimore. Look, Baltimore's a much better team uh, than Indy, and they clearly showed it last week. Um, Indy is an overachieving team. They have not showed up when they're supposed to against uh, good teams. You, you've got to trust the Titans. And I'll, we'll, we'll move on to a, uh, a shittier game. Let's go. Yes. Well, of course, there's an, uh, the NFC East teams are playing this week, nice so they're segue. shitty games. Yeah. They're not all playing, I guess, but these two are. The Giants host Philadelphia. Uh, the Eagles are three-point favorites on the road. I'm seeing three-and-a-half uh, in other places as well. Uh, if you, I think if you can gobble up three-and-a-half, uh, you know, that half point based on what I think is going to happen here. Uh, the Giants are terrible. They can't find a way to win. They find ways to lose. Philly manages to steal a couple games here and there, including one against the Giants where they got brutally outplayed in Philadelphia a couple weeks back. But they are three-point favorites on the road. Let's call it three-and-a-half. Okay. What do we think is going to happen here? Well, uh, (laughs) betting public, clearly 61% of the betting public is uh, on Philadelphia. Naturally, that's what um, 
you might think that Common Philly would sense, be the right? better team. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, just ultimately, you know, they seem like the better team. Uh, you know, the Algo, uh, one of the teams the Algo likes are the Giants. It loves They've the Giants. They've been on the Giants quite, quite a bit. Um, and guess what? It's actually paid out pretty nicely. Definitely. Um, this is a close game. The Algo has a one-point game. Philly edging one out 24-23, to 23, giving you two, two-and-a-half on the value index, depending on whether it's three or three-and-a-half. Um, I think the Giants are good enough to get this uh, win, maybe outright. So um, I'm definitely rolling with the three. I feel very comfortable. That's a good number uh, at home. Uh, I feel good about it. Every week I feel a little bit better about betting on the Giants because I have to do it every week. And, you know, I'm starting to feel kind of comfortable with it. It's a it's a familiar place now. Well, look, I mean, they lost by one to Philly last game. It's going to be a close one. Uh, they lost by two at home to Tampa. Yeah, they, they played Tampa tough. Great. They were underdogs last week uh, against Washington. We had them winning outright, which they did. Yeah. Um, I, I, I tend to trust the Giants, especially in this spot. Here. Such a strange year. 2020. Who would have knew the Giants trustable? Yeah. And I like that half point, especially if you can find that at three and a half. I'm not exactly sure what it is at my bookie, but three. we like the Giants. Yeah. Oh, it's three there? Okay. Mm-hmm. ESPN has it at three and a half, so we'll see. We're monitoring all the lines for you. Let's move on. Uh, we spent too much time on that shitty game. Here's another <laughs> one that's shitty. Detroit, a team that is just falling apart at the seams, losing embarrassing manner. Uh, Matthew Stafford got knocked out last week. It wasn't sure if he was going to play, but he did play. Uh, you know, the great Chase Daniel, Chipotle Chase, came in through a terrible interception. They host the Washington football team, which is equally just awful. This is three and five versus two and six. Uh, both these teams are mediocre against the spread. And uh, Detroit trying to get together before their big uh, their big showcase game on Thanksgiving. God, these games are going to be terrible between the, between the Lions and the Cowboys. I don't know who the late game is Thursday night, but, man, football sucks. Anyway, uh, I'm moving. The Cowboys have ruined my... <laughs> Ruined my Thanksgiving. It hasn't started yet. But let's let's move on to this game. Detroit hosting Washington. Detroit is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Mitch, what does the Algo say? 57% of the betting public on Detroit. I don't blame them. Um, I don't like what the Algo's uh, telling us right now. It shows a very close game. Detroit winning 27-26. to 26. Uh, A three-and-a-half point line gives you two and a half of value on Washington. I don't like this game. I don't. I really don't like this game. Uh, you've got uh, Alex Smith uh, back under center. Uh, I, I, I just don't like this game. It, it, it really freaks me out. I could see uh, Washington hanging around, but how do I take a team like Washington? Uh, because the algo tells me to do it. So I'm going to do it well, and, and shut and up Algo and, and I'm not going to watch this game. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Mitch, correct me if I'm wrong. The Algo has traditionally, I wouldn't say struggled, but has been inconsistent picking with backup quarterbacks. With Washington, you're dealing with Alex Alex Smith, who's sort of a known commodity, but is also the third quarterback they've started this season. Um, I mean, I, I have no idea how that factors in. The king of checkdowns. Yeah, so um, Al, this is his second start. Alex uh, started, uh, I think, about a month ago. Week five, um, I believe it was. Yeah, and, yeah, and the, I don't but think the that. But the third different quarterback to start for the Washington football team. 
Yeah, um, there, there's, there, it's, it's, it's definitely um, been a circus over there uh, with, with starting quarterbacks. Naturally, it's, it's the Washington yeah, football, it's on brand. football team. Yeah. What, yeah. Else, what, else, what else would you expect? By the way, uh, looking ahead to week 12, which is the week of Thanksgiving, the first game is Houston and Detroit. <laughs> the second game, Washington at Dallas. God, that's even worse somehow. Mm. And then the NFL goes and makes it all right because Baltimore at Pittsburgh is the late game. Now that is something that'll save your football weekend. Hopefully those teams can uh, get yeah, healthy in Thanksgiving. Time. Yeah, for Thanksgiving. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the next game here. Hopefully so we're riding with the football team. For the record. We're with the football team here. All right. Uh, the next one, the Green Bay Packers host the Jacksonville Jags. This line is 13 and a half. Green Bay uh, hasn't looked great of late, but certainly better than Jacksonville, who somehow, as you mentioned, beat Indianapolis week one and has not won since then. <laughs> they were a little bit plucky last week with uh, whatever their quarterback's name is, whoever he played for. Uh, it's not even Minshew. It's some other dude. But they stink. It rhymes and, with gluten, uh, whatever it is. Luton? Yeah. Lutton. Jake Lutton. Lutton. Uh, Lutton. L- Jake Luton? Yeah, is something that like is? that. Yeah, yeah. That is right. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, I think he's a rookie out of Oregon, right? Oregon no. State. I yeah, think. yeah, that's it. That's Oregon it, that's State. It. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, anyway, they, he travels to Green Bay uh, to face Aaron Rodgers. R.I.P. This line is a lot. 13 and a half. Is it, is, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I could bet. Uh, bet with Jacksonville, but Mitch, why don't you explain what the algo thinks we should do? Yeah, 55% of the betting public is actually on Jacksonville. I don't blame it. This is a big, big number. That line has opened at 13 and a half. It hasn't moved at all. Um, I think the weather looks okay up in Green Bay. Um, the algo has a 33 to 22 victory, giving you two and a half points of value. This line probably, uh, I don't know which direction it's going to go. Maybe it goes to 14. Maybe it settles on 13. Guess what? It doesn't matter. You got to roll with Jacksonville. I think that kid's arm has enough, uh, to keep it, keep them in the game. And this might look like a, a blowout. It really might. But remember, this is, you know, 13, 14 points you're talking about. Yeah. You get a, uh, backdoor cover similar to what Jacksonville did last uh, week against the Texans, which broke my heart because I had a bunch of money on the Texans. Yeah. I felt great about that game. Great about that game. And uh, I think there was a couple bad calls that happened at the end of that game that was that looked absolutely trash. But I got to tell you, Jake Luton, he, he uh, gluten, whatever, he, <laughs> um, he, he, looked, he looked pretty sharp. Um, and his balls were pretty accurate. Um, so, yeah, let's let, let, we're gonna roll with Jacksonville. Let's go, Jags. All right, let's let's talk about uh, those Houston Texans that we just mentioned, fresh off a of big victory against the division rival Jacksonville Jags. <laughs> they travel to go see Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Baker coming off of a bye and the COVID. Cleveland Browns and wait, Baker had COVID. I thought he was on the COVID list or whatever when they were on bye. Didn't we say that last week? I don't know. Anyways, uh, go ahead. Baker, I mean, probably. That's knowing Bake a little bit. He probably did some risky behavior. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland hosting Houston. Cleveland is giving three points at home, which uh, should be a red flag. But coming off of a bye week, Mitch, what does the algorithm say here? Yeah, guys, I had an error, too, in, in what I sent you. The This is going to be a very, very close game because you've got Chubb returning mm-hmm. uh, to the team. I think that really strengthens 
the run game uh, for Cleveland uh, opens up a lot of options uh, for Baker. Um, Cleveland's going to pull this game out. It's going to be a very, very close game. Uh, Cleveland wins 30-28 to 28, uh, with that three-point line. That does give you a point of value on the Texans, which I do feel strongly about. I like this game. I like Houston uh, to cover that number. I think this is a very, very close game. Um, and, and look, the, I just I, I think Deshaun can hang around. If, if you're going to compare quarterbacks, I think the edge goes to Deshaun. Watson, no doubt. if you're going to compare running game, that's going to go to Cleveland. Like in and every I, matchup. I do think that the Texans have a better defense uh, than, than Cleveland. And Baker's probably going to make a couple mistakes that keep the Texans hanging around. Um, I like the Texans in this spot. So you said it was 31-28, Cleveland 31? 30 to 28. 30-28. Ah, 30 30 to 28. 28. Got it. I'm yep. updating the 30 spec to 28. 65% of the public money on Cleveland. Nice. By the way, the over-under there is 49. So if if Algo is right, you've got seven or eight points on the over. Uh, let's move on. Carolina hosts Tampa Bay in a game that's fairly interesting to me anyway. Tampa giving five and a half points on the road. This Tampa team has looked terrible in primetime games, but has been pretty good the rest of the time. They go to a division game. Carolina hasn't doesn't have a great record, but has played very competitively basically all season long. Um, I, I like what Matt Rule is doing. They seem to play smart. They have good game plans. Teddy Two Gloves is crazy competitive. He makes plays, uh, sometimes reckless. Like I said, they're three and six, but they've played a lot of close games. They're five and four against the spread. Five and a half point favorites to a Tampa team that got fucking embarrassed last week. The, the worst game, perhaps, of Tom Brady's entire career. They basically lost this game 38 to nothing. They kicked a late field goal to make it 38 to three. A lot of talk about Tampa being a championship-caliber team before the game. No talk about Tampa being a championship-caliber game team after the game, after being beat at home to a division rival. Mercilessly. But they're, they're giving five and a half on the road to another division rival. What's the Algo say here? Um, well, first off, let's talk about the line. It opened up at six, and it's creeping down to five and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing continues to trend in, in Carolina's direction. Um, 51% of the betting public coming on Tampa Bay. So essentially split money last week was abysmal for Tom. I mean, he, I, I, Tom has done this being a new England Patriots fan for my entire life. Tom Brady has missed a lot of throws. He missed every throw last week. He had no protection. The team gave up. It's still the Tampa Bay Buccaneers people, you know, (laughs) Tom Brady, he's going to have moments like this. He had moments like this in New England during the regular season. They're wake-up calls. I expect a bounce back. New Orleans is a great team, a better team in primetime. Drew Brees is the real deal. New Orleans is healthy on offense. They look flawless. They look flawless. They really do. They look like a, a championship-caliber team. Now, Carolina, I love Carolina. The Algo has been on Carolina all season long. And last week, what was my lock of the week? Do you guys remember? I got it in the notes here somewhere. Well, who was it? Check your notes. I got it. It was Carolina plus 10.5 points against Kansas City. They hung around that entire game. That was my lock. You had so much value on on Carolina. The Algo absolutely nailed that. That Mm -hmm. was the the highest value index uh, on the board. 
which is why I made it my lock. And the algo came through. That was a phenomenal game. Easy, easy money. Um, this is going to be a close game. Tampa Bay wins 27 to 24. Uh, Carolina will be hanging around. Uh, I think McCaffrey, he, he will be playing. It seems that way. I think way. he was a little banged. He was a little banged up. I think his ankle got hurt. They'll limit him in practice this week, but he'll show up on Sunday. That kid's definitely playing. And, and he's uh, a monster. Carolina's yeah. going to hang around. Two and a half on the value index right there. Let's go Panthers. I feel good about it. All right. Moving on. I, I like the the Panthers here as well, by the way. Uh, the Raiders host Denver. Uh, the Raiders a four-and-a-half-point home favorite against a Denver team that never plays until the fourth quarter. Uh I, there's I did, nothing about this game is interesting to me, Mitch, but tell us about what the algo says. So that line opened up at three and a half and now it's up to four and a half. So clearly a lot of money coming in on the Raiders. They look good. I mean, their offense looks really good. Um, yeah. I, I think we got a little robbed last week uh, with the, with the chargers yep. Raiders game. They hung in and uh, that was a tough break that didn't go our way. Uh, but look, that that's, that that's what happens. This is going to be a close game. The Algo has a three-point game, uh, 29 to 26 uh, by the Raiders with that four-and-a-half-point odd uh, with that line. You've got one-and-a-half on the value index. 52% of the betting public coming in on the Raiders, so essentially uh, it's split money. I think the magic number uh, is three, and we're getting four-and-a-half. I like, I like Denver to, uh, to hang around and cover the line. Very nice. Let's go Drew Locke and Broncos. Let's go. Arizona hosts Buffalo in a game that on paper could be one of the best. Or it, This is the most exciting game of the week to me. Uh, Arizona is right, exciting. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the quarterback play for both these teams is just a – I won't say a ro- – I mean, the Josh Allen experiment experience is sort of a roller coaster. Um, Kyler Murray looks like a big-time NFL player. He's currently the eighth leading rusher in the NFL in addition to throwing the ball. And the most amazing thing about that dude is he never gets hit. He's, he's so the smallest short, guy on the though. field. He looks like he, he's a junior varsity player playing with like the varsity and just destroying everybody. He's, but he never gets so hit. It's, I know it's crazy. It's so, he's it's amazing. so opposite of like a guy like Cam Newton who had years where he ran the ball very effectively. It's basically all he does now in New England. But he's a punisher. I mean, he's a, he's as big as a defensive end. He's a big, bad dude, and he runs over people, much like Josh Allen, who's who's a, a big physical specimen. Kyler just runs around and never gets touched, and he never gets hit hard. Super he knows elusive. how to slide. It's, it's impressive, yeah. everything about that dude. Um, but anyway, they're an exciting team. They're at home. Buffalo going in there. The Cardinals are two and a half, are two point favorites at home against a, a Buffalo team that has basically put the AFC East in lock. That's an important game for Arizona um, in the playoff picture as well. Big game, exciting. I will be watching this. Mitch, Cardinals giving are giving two points at home. What's the algo say? First off, before we get into what Diago says, I loved last week's matchup on the Cards and the Dolphins. That was a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing two young quarterbacks. Tua looked absolutely phenomenal. Diago and had the Dolphins Miami get you paid all the time. The Hell Miami yeah. outright. It had Miami outright on the road. Money line paid big, big dollars. 
I love Kyler. I didn't understand why they didn't run it more with him. I don't know how he snuck out and found those gaps and the holes and the way that he runs with the ball. He like runs with the ball next to his waist. It's just so weird. I've never seen that. It's almost like he's careless, but he doesn't get hit. Like you guys said, I'm excited for this game. I think this is a great, great game. Cardinals win 27 to 26. That line opened up at two and a half. It's now at two. I don't know if it's going to move that much more. Maybe it, it goes down to minus one. But Buffalo is – I think Buffalo has a very, very good chance of winning this game. Uh, Arizona's good. Uh, the thing about Arizona here is they do play man-to-man coverage. Uh, Allen and Diggs could come through and, and, and just kind of tear up that secondary. Yeah, We'll see. This is going to be a great matchup. Uh, you're getting one on the value index, so nothing crazy. But we're going to roll with the Bills on the road here. Nice. I love it. I love it, too. I, I think I think Buffalo is a good team. and uh, But that should be a fun one to watch. Here's another one. Two rookie quarterbacks going at each other again. This is Tua, uh, who is Tua and O as the starter for the Dolphins. Very nice. Hosting the LA, uh, LA, the LA Chargers. Thank you. Uh the Dolphins, who have been just beloved by betters and by the algorithm, are two-and-a-half-point favorites against Justin Herbert and the Chargers, who find a way to lose every game in the most heartbreaking way. Uh, this line opened at two. It's up to two-and-a-half. People are starting to catch on to the Dolphins, who are six-and-two against the line. Uh, Chargers, by the way, are five-and-three, even though they, lo- they lose close games every week, but they are close. Dolphins, two-and-a-half-point home favorites. Mitch, what's the algo say? This line opened up at one and a half. It's now at two and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if it settled at three. You've got 66% of the betting public uh, on Miami. They're not wrong. They're on. Uh, they're clearly following the algo because the algo has Miami winning 27 to 23 with a two and a half line. Currently, you're getting 1.5 on the value index. We're rolling with the Dolphins. Why wouldn't we? The algo loves Miami. I might be moving to Miami just because the algo loves it so much. <laughs> Me too. The Dolphins are the darling of the algo, and they continue to be. So let's go Dolphins. Yeah, I think. Look, yeah. you've got great quarterbacks. Okay, Herbert's great. Two is, you know, he looked really good last week. Uh, was able to move around and and not get himself sacked, and and uh, it, it looked like Arizona had him a few times, and he was able to sneak away. But he, here's where. I think the mismatches, and it's all Brian Flores and that defense. Yeah, um, they they are the new AFC East defensive juggernaut. I mean, they really are, and they've got some uh, key Patriots. I love Van Noy uh, as a Dolphin. He's been a big part of that defense. But Flores has really got this defense playing very hard. And uh, although they gave up a lot of points um, to a really good offense, but yeah, I think the edge goes to, to the coaching here and the defense, and it'll be enough for them to get that victory. Okay, moving on. New Orleans hosts San Francisco. San Francisco is just beat down. What a, a tough post-Super Bowl season for the Niners. Uh, New Orleans looking good again after a, a, a swift ass-kicking of Tom Brady on Sunday night. They're nine-point favorites against San Francisco. That's a lot of points. What does the Algo say? 
Yeah, this is a lot, a lot of points for, for the NFL. This line opened up at six and a half and then jumped to nine after what New Orleans did to Tampa. Uh, and obviously, uh, San Fran just decimated uh, by injuries. But this is the NFL, okay? And the next man up, you've got great football players that that come in and they can step up and cover this spread. I think, look, New Orleans is going to win this game. Okay, there's no question about that. The question is, how badly do they beat San Fran? I think San Fran hangs around. I do. I think their defense is is good enough uh, to hang around. And and here's what I like most about this: seventy-two percent of the betting public uh, on New Orleans after that victory. I think their that line is inflated because they beat the shit out of Tampa yeah. so badly. Diago has New Orleans winning twenty-eight to twenty-three giving you four on the value index with a nine-point uh, line. Maybe it's closer to a 31-23. I still think San Fran with that nine, uh, we're going to roll with them. I don't love it, but I think it's just too big a number for, for a team uh, that Kyle Shanahan coaches. And Ayuk is back, the receiver, and Debo Samuel, I believe, is back. So yes. some of those issues that San Fran had versus Green Bay last week are, are being mitigated. Uh, some of it was COVID related, some of it was injury related, but we'll yeah. see. They're still beat down, but I, I, I think New Orleans clearly wins the game. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is close. So I'm with you. I'm with the algo. I'm, I'm feeling really good about these algo picks this week. All right, go Niners. Okay, moving on. Rams hosting the Seahawks. Uh, Rams are one and a half point favorites. This is a division game. That number surprises me just a little bit. Um, Seattle has has a terrible defense. They're coming off of a of Pretty much an ass kicking. The only bad game Russell Wilson's had all game, if or all season, if you expect him to bounce back, which I would, you're going to like getting a point and a half here. Uh, this Rams team has some inflated win totals based on playing the NFC East. I don't believe in them, but Mitch, does the Alco believe in them? <laughs> um, look, I like the Rams. I think they're a good team. Golf looks good this year. You know, they've come through, but they beat teams that they're supposed to beat. Okay, and they've lost to teams that essentially they're supposed to lose to. Uh, this is going to be a close one. I, I like this game. It should be a fun one to watch, a uh, high-scoring game. Uh, you've got the Rams uh, favored by one and a half, 63% of the money coming in on Seattle. I don't think this line is going to move too much from, from where we're at. But the Algo has Seattle winning 30-28. to 28. This is going to be a high-scoring game. That totals uh, now at 55 and a half. I do like the over here. Seattle has a terrible defense. I think they give up 450-plus yards uh, a game. It's not great, but I like Seattle to pull it out. Look, they were getting absolutely crushed by Buffalo last week. They found a way to come back a little bit. Did they not? They did. It, I mean – Seattle was coming back. Yeah. So I think that that game got away from them a little early. Uh, look, we were all over Buffalo. We loved Buffalo last week. I think Seattle has enough in the tank. This is still Russell Wilson. It's it's incredible how much our opinion changes week to week. You know, one week Russell Wilson's the MVP. Uh, the next week, uh, you know, it's it's Murray who's the MVP of the NFC, and it, it's just crazy because there's no consistency amongst any of us. But you know who is consistent is the algorithm. The algorithm is consistent. We're rolling with the algo and Seattle, and I, just, I feel great about it. I think, yeah, Russell Wilson and that two-headed monster uh, at the receiving position, they're just, they're never out of it. They all they have such a potent offense. 
uh, especially in the throwing game. They kind of it's kind of like the Golden State Warriors. It's like they have the, they have like this super potent offense. And yeah, I, I think that the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I think that they are uh, going to beat the Rams for sure in this game. So yeah, whatever. I do too. I feel good I do too. You're you're getting three point five on the value index with that current one and one point five. Let's uh, go line. Hawks. Yep, I like Seattle as well. Whole squad. Man, I, I'm really feeling the algo this week. Moving on, Pittsburgh, the only 8-0, or, and they 8-0 or 9-0? I don't know. I think they're 8-0, the only undefeated team in football. Hosts Cincinnati in what is a division game. The Steelers uh, coming off of an unimpressive win against Garrett Gilbert and the Cowboys last week are 7.5-point favorites against a rookie quarterback in Joe Burrow. This game in Pittsburgh, what's the algo saying for this division matchup? Yeah, guys, actually, that line just moved to 10 points, I'm seeing. So um, I think that happened in the last 30 minutes. There's a huge jump. So uh, I've got – I don't know if somebody – Yeah, why would it jump? Isn't Ben all fucked up too? I'm not seeing anything on ESPN yet, but – Okay. I just – you know, because I saw 7.5, and and now I'm seeing a 10-point line as of 9.13 Central Time. So that was about 20 minutes ago. Uh, I just saw some line move at that pitch. There must be some Roethlisberger Uh, news or a big bet, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Roethlisberger, bad news, would would go the other way. Um, Neither neither way, look, uh, Pittsburgh looked, you know, uh, somewhat beatable uh, last week. I'm surprised they ended up pulling that out. But the this is a better this is a good Pittsburgh team. Let's not forget it. They just had a. It, I don't think they were ready for Dallas. I don't think they prepared for Dallas because they're like these guys are absolute cucks. I just learned what that word means, Micah. Um, but yeah, the outcome has Pittsburgh winning twenty nine to twenty four. Uh, you're getting tons of value on Cincinnati here. I don't know if this game will be as high scoring as what the algo predicts. I think it'll be a lower scoring game than what the algo predicts. But I do think that 10-point line is probably a little too much. I think Burrow is probably going to be able to hang um, and maybe take a couple uh, pages out of the Cowboys' playbook. And we'll see. I'm going to roll with Burrow here. I feel good with 10 points. I think this is a big number. Me too. All right, nice. What's next, Micah? All right, two more here. New England hosts Baltimore. This is Sunday night, which is okay. Uh, Baltimore is seven and a half point road favorite. That's a lot of points. I can't imagine a, any team has been a seven and a half point favorite in New England in many, many years. Uh, New England did bounce back and get a win last week. Baltimore generally plays very well against teams they are better than that, than. Uh, and I would consider New England to be worse than Baltimore. But 7.5 is a lot of points, especially against Bill Belichick at home. Mitch, what's the algo say? Yeah, I, I don't like it. I, I really don't. <laughs> 73% of the betting public coming in on Baltimore. Uh, I don't blame them at all. I mean, look, the Jets played really good last week. Flacco looked incredible. The first half of that uh, game was an hour in like five minutes. So you had both teams long sustained drives, and that's what kept the Jets in the game. That's what kept the Jets uh, up at half. Um, But look, once the Patriots were able to regain control, uh, they took over that game. 
I wouldn't look so much that New England barely beat a mediocre team or a horrible team. I shouldn't mediocre being too kind. Yeah, that's generous. The Jets stink. They suck. But they absolutely stink. But but Flacco, Gore, they look really, really good. And then who's that other wide receiver? Is it Perryman? Uh, Denzel he Mims, good. too. Flacco, 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 Flacco was throwing tight spirals all over the place. He looked great. This horrible team forgot that they are uh, a, that they haven't won a game, and they came out and they played. They're competitors, and then at halftime they're like, "Hey, by the way, guys, great effort, but we are trying to get Trevor Lawrence." Yeah, we're tanking. So, um, yeah, just enough of this. And I think this could be a close game. I do. Uh, I think we're going to go back to that Kansas City, New England game where we didn't have Cam, and that Cuck Hoyer stepped in, where we, <laughs> that game was so close. Defensively, we contained Patrick Mahomes, and it was a game, and New England should have covered that game. Um, this is going to be a very similar playbook by Belichick and the defense with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think they're going to be able to contain Lamar and hang around, and I feel pretty good. New England at home, getting the seven and a half. Yago has Baltimore winning 27 to 21 with one and a half, 1.5 on the value index. Don't be surprised if the Patriots pull this one out. Nice. Don't be surprised. I like it. All right, last game. Chicago hosting Minnesota. This game stinks. Minnesota, uh, even though they have a worse record, has come on and look pretty good the last few weeks they are two and a half point favorites at chicago this is the ultimate example of you are what you say you what your record says you are not being true because vegas does not believe chicago even at home even with a good record is better than minnesota uh the vikings are giving two and a half as road favorites against gentle nick Foles and the chicago bears mitch what does the algo say we've got one minute to get out of here we're going to get out of here in a minute. Uh, Minnesota uh, opened this line as an underdog at one and a half. It's now at two and a half. You've got a majority, 56% of the betting public uh, on the Bears. And look, the Algo has Minnesota winning 26 to 20. Kirk Cousins, by the way, has not been great on Monday Night Football. And by the way, the Bears have beaten Minnesota four straight times. But I got to tell you, uh, Cook has been absolutely a game changer. God, he really is. He's that one player that is a game changer. And Minnesota has looked really good. I'm impressed with the way that Minnesota has been playing. We thought early that Minnesota would play like this. They disappointed. I, I like Minnesota here. 26 to 20, that two and a half point line gives you 3.5 on the value index. We've got an easy play here for Minnesota. Expect a closer game than what people think, but I like Minnesota here to pull it out. 9.45, go to your uh, <laughs> proctology exam or whatever you're doing there. I have Brad. a client meeting, Mitch, have fun. but thank you very much. I'll play us out. Yes. All right, there it is. Hey, check out uh, Brad and I will be back later this week. Check out mine and Micah. Check out Micah's Read of the Week. We've got a six-part piece on uh, Al Michaels going right now on Mind of Micah. Check it out. Until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.